0: So welcome to another episode of Crypto Talks Wednesdays and it's another very exciting uh, episode. Today we have great guests, great topics, We're launching the topic of the metaverse with our uh, esteemed guest uh, Nico with Blockchain Valley, understand more what's happening on that space, uh, what is he innovating, when is the launch date and all of those information. Also, we will be having Marilyn with us to discuss some uh, crypto legal issues. Uh, She's a legal expert into the world of crypto one of the few uh, actually in the world that uh, she's specialized in this space so let's have our guest let me welcome our guest welcome nico to crypto talks we are pleasure, super happy Rick. super happy to have you here my pleasure oh so nico please Uh, introduce yourself so our audience can understand more who is nico what is blockchain valley what are you trying to achieve what is the project i've met you in jitex and we've met you in uh, blockchain abu dhabi and i've met you different places also you have a, a very clear project in your hands share with us and tell us more
1: okay first of all for your followers that don't know me yet if you're wondering where my voice is my wife sold it as an nft so it's somewhere floating on the blockchain (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Um, Now, I'm Nico. I'm the CEO of Blockchain Valley and Blockchain Valley Virtual. So, Blockchain Valley itself is a smart city that we are going to build in 2022. We'll start near to the capital of Bulgaria, uh, Sofia, 18 kilometers uh, from the capital. And uh, the whole smart city, we see in a smart city, the missing link is blockchain. So, um, basically, uh, we will build it on the Solana blockchain. And before Corona, so in I was already working on, on metaverse things, but uh, more on the virtual concerts. And when Corona started, I thought, well, if we are going to build this city, we should I should I should see it bigger. I should not only focus on virtual concerts, but I should make a one-on-one copy of what we are going to build in real. Now, if you compare this with other metaverses, it's uh, very unique because like this, you can have interaction with the real world and the uh, metaverse. For example, if we do a concert or NFT museum or something in the real world, at the same moment, we can have the same happening in the virtual space. So people that cannot attend in the real world, they can still attend in the virtual world. now, what is further unique about our metaverse is that we are building it in Unreal Engine, so it will be very realistic, it will be like a high-end computer game. Uh, I see a lot of other metaverses out there that are a bit Minecraft, so we are going for more details and things that are already built. Why is that so important? Because we will reach a bigger audience like that, because you not only have people that are used to do things in Minecraft, but you already have all people too that can buy a virtual villa or a virtual real estate that is based on the real project we are building another great aspect of that is of course it's also more limited than in other metaverses because in other metaverses you can keep on building while with us it's limited to what we are building in the reality what we are building in the reality That's what we have also in the metaverse. So that's a short version uh, of what we do. There will be a lot of things in the metaverse, social media, there will be NFT auctions. We see it wider than only art and music and so. Artists will have the opportunities to make virtual skins, virtual wearables, uh, gadgets and so for the avatars. So people that are interested in NFTs, especially in creating them, We will give them a wider aspect of doing things uh, in the metaverse. Of course, gamification will be a big deal. So that's more or less, in short what we are doing at the moment
0: oh so i think i love i love the the concept that you are not taking it from one aspect was it the metaverse you're integrating nft you're integrating persons you're taking many different aspects and this is very unique i guess versus the others the other project so uh, i'm really interested uh, you know to see it live and what's what's the aspect of it and one thing i liked what you ma- what you mentioned that the engine is gonna be uh, real-life uh, simulation, not, you know, some 2D effect, gra- bad graphics, or, uh, you know, because this is what we are facing today. We're talking about the meta and we have all of the advancements of all of the technologies, but yet we are still stuck somewhere in a 2D aspect, low quality and low in low you know resolution. And I think
1: this has to do that many metaverses, they rely on the, the internet connection. While with us, every user will have to download an app first uh, on the phone or on the desktop laptop where you already have the biggest thing of the maps, the avatars, the clothes of the avatars already on your device so that you only have to go to the cloud, have connection with the cloud for the interaction. That's why we can do better graphics uh, than in other metaverses.
0: Okay, very interesting point. Nico, when I saw you in uh, in Jitex, I remember you were cloning yourself. Can you tell us more about this? What, What is that? Also new technology that the guys are offering and then hopefully it will be integrated also in your project
1: yeah so we understand that not everybody will have the budget uh, to clone themselves because of course that will not be a free option because uh, it's a lot of work to make from somebody uh, a real avatar now, I think everything in life starts with a dream. And when I was small, when I was a kid, I was a big dreamer. My mother always said that I had too much fantasy to and that I should not dream so much. But when I got my first game Boy, my Nintendo game Boy, I was always dreaming to be part of the game. And, you know, this is going to reality because you saw in, in Abu Dhabi, for example, me and Wayne, somebody from the team, we were on the, uh, the lead walls. We were basically part of the game and gamification in our uh, metaverse, because it's a one-on-one copy of ourselves that we put as an avatar in the metaverse. Now, this is of course something amazing, because this means that you also will always be there for the rest of time, because when you're actually one day you're not here anymore, your family, friends and so on, they will still be able to meet you in the Metaverse. Yeah, We are even going to do things that that people can record messages and so on that if they ever die, that uh, they can still communicate with their loved ones. And so, on. so this is a lot of ideas that we are working in. And this is possible with this, uh, we call it NFT of yourself. Uh, so we basically make a custom, yeah, avatar of yourself. Yeah.
0: Uh, so tell us more about Blockchain uh, Valley. When, how, what is the, you know, is it, is it going to be a physical thing? Is it going to be only a virtual world? Uh, you know, all of those specified specifics that uh, you're going to go in
1: well first i will come back what Wayne is saying also a very important thing is that we're building everything on Solana the reason which we took Solana is because Solana is very fast uh, especially if you want to do things like we are doing very high quality with Unreal. Uh, You want speed, you want reliability, you want where the hype is, and the hype is also on Solana. A lot of developers are coming to the Solana network, which is, of course, also very important uh, to support community, to support all the things that are happening. Uh, So that's why we uh, choose Solana. Now to come back to your question, like I said, we are building the boat. So we are building the real city. We are in the last process with the arquitetos Um, for the building permits so next year we will start building the first city uh, Sofia, Bulgaria. Why Sofia? Why Bulgaria? Because I'm not a Bulgarian I'm from Belgium Uh, but I moved 12 years ago I moved to Sofia and the reason is because after the bank crisis of 2008 a lot of the big uh, multinational companies they were moving to Bulgaria uh, to save money. Bulgaria is the cheapest tax in whole Europe, the lowest salaries but they offer a lot of quality especially in IT uh, field Bulgaria is in the top five in the world. So I moved uh, 12 years ago here. So two years ago there came a plot of 2 million um, square meter on my path and I too and I was thinking then hey let's do the same like uh, Silicon Valley but then for blockchain. Let's make a blockchain valley. And it is a valley. So uh, it's it's just outside of the, uh, the capital, uh, Sofia. It's in a nice valley surrounded by beautiful nature. So there we're gonna build the physical city. It's a smart city, very important, all on blockchain technology. And in the same time, we are launching the virtual. Now we are launching the virtual first in January. We will start to launch already the marketplace in quarter two of uh, 2022. We will even uh, launch the metaverse. So we are quite far with that. And then in uh, quarter two, we will also start building the city.
0: So uh, you're actually full designing, full working now, all of the team getting the licenses and so on. (laughs) So there's yes. a lot of lot of you know hype about it, especially now that NFT also, another hype uh, working on it. Facebook, what, what do you have as a comment? I wanted to ask you about Solana, I'll get back to that. But first I wanted to ask you, what do you think when, you know, what is your opinion maybe? When Facebook came in and then they had started advertising the word meta as their own and then trying to build that future and then while you were already working on that for years.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I had to laugh with that because it's like they invented the hot water. That's first. Second of all, the dinosaurs, are already extinct. For me, Facebook is already extinct too. I think this is the last breath to to get in uh, a space that they don't know how to get in. I think it's more a, a media thing uh, to get out of the bad publicity that's going on the last weeks and months. What I mean with the, the dinosaurs are extinct is we had Web 1 on the start of the internet. We are now Web 2. Everything with metaverse, NFTs and so on. It will be Web3. So Facebook will never go to Web3 because it's fully decentralized. It's open source. That's something uh, they don't don't follow, of course, because they don't want to be decentralized. So yeah, ask yourself the question: Do you want your NFTs or your crypto to be on Facebook? That's uh, a good good question, I think.
0: And and lastly, I want to ask you also before we move on. You mentioned about Solana. You mentioned about you know that you needed an infrastructure to help you for the future, and this is where why you chose actually Solana and, and I wanted to find out what uh, technology you were using what makes really Solana today different than others why you know have you really really chosen uh, is there anything beyond you know the technology or the speed uh, any benefits we're not seeing maybe you are seeing and then uh, you know trying to maybe uh, guide the whole uh, space going into Solana or other also good projects?
1: Well, to be honest, we chose Solana because you saw this year there was a big uh, hype around Solana. But like I said, for us the most important is the transaction speed. Uh, It's one of the highest out there. It's permissionless and open source. It's highly scalable. So that's one of the things. Uh, But also the cost, let's be honest, if you want to be with NFTs and so on, you don't want uh, especially artists that just start, they don't want to 150 dollar or something uh, gas fee uh, to mean something. So that's also uh, one of the things. There are so many reasons we, we choose for Solana. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, uh, you will find f- find even a whole document saying why we choose for Solana.
0: Oh, great, great. Cool. uh I shared your LinkedIn on uh, on our chat for all our guests and owners. Uh, we have more than 200 plus users now watching. What do you say to them? What is that message uh, regarding the future, if you want? that Because you had a futuristic mind to go into that space, and you are seeing actually the future. Uh, what do you have as a message? for them, uh, and what do you want to share with them?
1: Well, the reason for us uh, that we started all of this and I think I speak now for all my team, is because we had a feeling that um, the world leaders are failing us. Our planet is dying, we have yeah problems with, with the Earth, and we wanted uh, to make sure we leave the planet a better place uh, for our kids than we received it. And we think, because we even say most of the times, not smart city, but conscious city, because we. The blockchain technology combined with the smart cities of the future we can contribute to a better planet for example there was so many forests removed of the earth for farming yeah but today the day we have vertical farming so you can build in the height and you can give back forests to the world now we have a campaign and I can tell you, we were way, way before uh, some other parties out there like Cardano that say now adopt a tree. We did that already a year before, but we saw that people, when they have to sponsor a, a, a tree, they cannot see it. They cannot visualize it. So we are now developing adopt a tree in the metaverse. Why? Because people can see that uh, tree grow. They can see the forest grow and they will have benefits from that. We will put fruits on the tree that they can harvest to use to buy skins and so on. with the money that we make from those three we're gonna make the trees in the real world yeah so like i said with our metaverse there will be a lot of interaction with the real world we can do that also with schools you have a lot of areas in the world that have no access to schools because they are too poor and the school is too far but if they have one or two laptops in the village a whole class can follow virtual classes. Kids with, for example, autism, they struggle with social skills. They can learn that they can practice this in the VR with an avatar. So if you ask me, what is the future for us? It's not only making money, it's it's making impact. It's doing something back for the world. And that's easy. With blockchain and, and smartness, you can do a lot back for the world instead of only making money.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's a, it's a very good message and hopefully you know uh, whoever is working in that space to try to really benefit from it not just take it as a as a word and then continue because there's a lot to learn now and then you know following that hype is is really something but in the same time we need to credibilize and create a, a good story or a good use case for all of that hype that we are today you know facing and uh, working yes. on
1: and, and another message that we have is we see other projects that are very like putting a wall around them. Uh, we like to work with others. You know, when, when we see startups coming to us on an event and say, can I be part of this? Of course, you know, if we want to change the world, we will do it together, not all separate. We have to work together. So we will make a that other projects can can make a benefit from our metaverse that we are creating from our marketplace so they can join and, and make a difference.
0: Thank you for that one last thing I don't know if, if you mentioned the date when is the launch when is you know what's next uh, what is the next event also for Blockchain Valley if you mind I know you were last week with uh, Dubai Blockchain and Abu- actually Abu Dhabi Blockchain Summit. Uh, so also what's next on those events
1: well I think we will be in the Middle East from end of February till <laughs> end of March because they ask us for one after the other event why are we so much in the Middle East is because in the Middle East is where everything is happening at the moment I see that the Middle East want to be yeah, leaders in the blockchain world. So a lot of VCs and so are there. So that's why we also choose to, to have a good presence there. So we will be most of the times there. What are we doing now? What are the next steps is we did the last year, a lot of work because we see a lot of projects. They build first a community and then they still have to build the project. And maybe the project never happens. We did it different. We first uh, built the project that we have showcases, that we have demos to show that everybody understands us what we are doing. We are actually now starting to build our community because we didn't focus on that. And we are doing that right now. So the launch of the virtual token will be quarter one uh, of 2022. When we have all the building permits and so on, we will start to write also the white paper of our smart cities because that will be with a security token. So the virtual Virtual is a utility token. Smart City itself is a security token. So from the moment the white paper is uh, done, we will also launch Smart City also in 2020.
0: One last question you mentioned, which I really have to ask you all this, uh, that uh, you will be staying a lot, I think, today more, and there's a big hype in the Middle East. What do you think about Binance moving there now officially and then trying to promote you know, more of the crypto world?
1: Like I said, for me, It's all signs that the Middle East is getting that because what we see in Europe is that most countries are against uh, crypto, against blockchain, against chains, especially the banks. If you do in Europe transactions uh, from an exchange or something, there is a Quite big risk that your bank account will be closed. That the bank close you and say, we don't want anything to do with crypto. Uh, search another bank. And I think the difference is that the Middle East, yeah, they already understand that you cannot stop this. So it's better to work with it and and yeah, to make something huge and something big from it. We we even introduced you in the Middle East because again, it's all about impact. We have a partner for the people that visit our website you can see them in our it's called Groasis. It's to do with those trees we do. It's basically a genius invention. It's like a box and it catches the water out of the atmosphere. And like this, there is like on the bottom of that box is a rope and it releases the water that it catch out of the atmosphere very slowly. So the, the tree that you plant, is growing very deep uh, the roots and is searching eventually its own water even in the desert so even in the region in the Middle East uh, we can make from deserts forest again forest bring birds, brings insects, brings everything, and it starts to make an ecosystem. It will cool down the region, because if you attract a lot of business, and if you want to be the hub of the world, you also have to think, are people going to want to live here in 10, 15 years if if the climate uh, keeps on warming? So even there, we want to make an impact, because with the money of the trees, so part is going to those boxes, part is going to the tree itself, and part is going to make, uh, we are going to make blockchain technology that we can track the seed till trees fully grown to see which trees are growing best uh, in hot climates, how much water do they need and so on so these are all things we want to do to make an impact for the world
0: Thank you thank you, Nico really for uh, being with us today I My had the pleasure. pleasure to meet you in person and I think I'm, I'm doing a small TikTok movie about all of the people that I have uh, bumped into because I think for me 2021 one was a year of reconnecting and having and talking about the people, and you know I'm, I'm really glad of, of uh, you know bumping into you and uh, introducing me to many people on in your uh, stand also in uh, in JITEX. Uh, You know one of them is uh, Didi Tahitu uh, a great great uh, you know uh, guy, and the, the many others. I would like to thank you in my name and the name of Tay about and giving us uh, the time
1: like I said we are very soon back there so I will be happy to introduce you a lot more people Because <laughs> that's the point we are going to change the world not alone but by sharing because sharing is caring.
0: yeah I totally believe that by the way uh, the more I you know because I teach courses also I teach many different things and then they come and tell me why are you guys teaching why are you giving all of that info we all we always believe in you know knowledge transfer and knowledge sharing but in a same time it's about that's every single person's will to change will to do something you know i can give you all the information but if you don't do with it uh, something it's not gonna be any importance uh, i'd like to thank you personally for being with us and hopefully we'll see you soon uh, in dubai and uh, beyond <laughs> now <we're> yeah gonna...
1: <laughs> for sure
0: <And> <laughs> it will be
1: our pleasure guys thank you for having me i will talk uh, very soon again Cheers. Bye bye.
0: So uh, that's our special guest. We have another one coming in a few minutes. So uh, soon we will be having Marilyn also uh, to join us to talk about some uh, legal aspect. Oh, so, uh, I would like to welcome uh, Marilyn Nuanalion. Welcome, Marilyn, on this platform of TX Talks. We are extremely happy for you to join us. Uh, we've been hunting you for a while, also. So uh, <laughs> I know you've been busy, but it worked so let's 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 have some benefit from you in this time i'd like to, to introduce yourself how do you introduce yourself uh, because i know many people you know it's, it's a totally new space what you are doing first i'd like to welcome you and then from
2: there on all of so i'm happy it finally happened so this is hard background tabai actually is law and to be specific criminal law and I've practiced law in Lebanon as well. But I've Bitcoin from a few years so I started to say that I want to work on Bitcoin and I started to see that it's indecisiveness and it's regulatory mess regarding cryptocurrencies. So I wanted to work on this topic and I also on the regulation in the sphere This year, in I started a cybersecurity PhD at University College London. It's a mixture between law and cyber security and my focus is uh cryptocurrency exchanges how regulation and specifically inapt and improper regulation can cause cyber security risks so i'm still keep bad regulations may be fact and do more harm than good in the cryptocurrency sphere
0: bad regulations how they do harm that's that's usually that's <laughs> not the question but <laughs> yeah
2: yes, i love i love the, the point of view
0: yeah do you mind explaining this a little bit more
2: uh, okay so hello for example, on KYC and anti-money laundering uh, policies, for example, the FATF and the AMLD5 within the EU. So I'm going to see how these robust and strict regulations tailored for centralized financial institutions like the banking system are cryptocurrency exchanges. So they're not innovating
0: in the business process of them. They are taking them as they are and then putting yep. them...
2: Yes, exactly. In the, bank, uh, in the In the banking system, مثلا, uh, anti-money laundering and financing of terrorism policies, they are being molded onto financial systems. But took, uh, regulators have these policies, like cryptocurrency exchanges, which is something really bad. Why bad? You can just wait for my research result. Or I will show you later. <laughs> I can't give you everything right now
0: take you Uh, once your result and then maybe uh, you can uh, shed some some light. I, I, I believe in it. You know, because I, I do digital transformation trainings and I'm a strategist also in digital transformation. And the first the first thing we ask is innovation in the business plan, not innovation only in terms of product, but we need to go back and draw all of your business process in a new way, not just adopt the same ways that you were doing. That's not called innovation. That's not the change we are looking for. So I totally believe what's happening in this space is possibly another way of replicating a very bad situation and then uh, putting it uh, you know on a blockchain where innovation and th- certain things will not will, will not make you winner, a winner.
2: Yeah, exactly. for example, for the people who care for and about privacy. Cryptocurrency exchanges, not every cryptocurrency exchange can be entrusted with your personal information. And many of the times they get hacked and breached, and the next thing you know your information information is on the dark web so this is something that should be really highlighted and these regulations yeah. must be more tailored on this
0: i totally believe in what you're saying thank you we witnessed a lot of fraud lately and uh, that's why uh, one of the reasons we wanted you here yeah if you mind sharing with us what's happening in that world and uh, what's the latest if you have any numbers also to share uh, on that space uh,
2: yes uh i will been wanting to am about like a a few days ago Chainalysis analysis akidil and who is Chainalysis they every year crypto crime or something report so about 2021 they haven't published it yet but they have written a blog about what type of scams they that were dominant this year so you can anyone can access this uh, on their website it's called the biggest threat to trust in cryptocurrency is rockpool's put 2021 20, scam this is the title so based on their research that in 2021 rug pools dominated and were the most uh, common scams and youjuna <laughs> know the number of scams and amounts of in dollars يعني, l- m- 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 that scammers could get away with w- has doubled يعني من 2020 ل2021 the amount double but again they focus mostly on rock pools وهذا الشيء خاصة بيعود the emergence of DeFi and uh, decentralized uh, exchanges and this block كمانك بفرجونا أنه investment, investment scams كمان they're still available they talk about Ponzi schemes again but the thing that actually Anna Ktir Lafatni Nazarano they have, for example, they showcase, ano the lifespan of scams has shortened in a very major way. يعني في الراصد بال 2000 و 21, in the early days, bifarjana a single scam could last few months to a year. chain analysis 2021 it it only spans few days or probably at most week. So this is something good. It shows us that that scams are probably getting de- detected in a very fast way. And people maybe feel why after, I don't know if we have to do everything or everything. But they give shootout to websites that, there uh, websites, for example, uh, to report scams. So, Every service that is fraudulent, you go and you report them and it becomes public.
0: Definitely the information is getting more, but we still see, you know, some of the places that they are not actually working towards uh, covering the scam. Uh, like what we saw with Binance's fund, for example, you know, that was a very, uh, I would call it stupid move from those uh, companies to try to, uh, you know, create fraud and we were on not one occasion not two occasions not three occasions talking about it and people still did not do anything and there was uh, big losses and millions of dollars you know in many different countries uh, so what is your take on that front and legal perspective and do you have an advice of what may be an advice of- what people can do in case they fell fraud into fraud.
2: Well, the biggest problem in the cri- in the cryptocurrency sphere remains consumer protection. And this is what does she I mean, the goal is to work it, and I hope that I would leave a good mark on it. Hopefully, I don't know. But example, consumer protection is really, really bad. There isn't any proper regulation on the EU, and I'm working on EU regulations, not U.S. Not of, I know the U.S. situation, but within the EU, the consumer protection protection laws lack the proper protection for cryptocurrency investors and users for example there are attempts. the UK, a week ago or two weeks ago, there is an agency that controls advertisements. So they banned few advertisements from, for example, uh, the exchange eToro and even Papa Jones Pizza, مسلح, you know, for gain this much and invest this much. So anyway, their advertisements were some kind of delusional or they uh, didn't so there are attempts regarding consumer protection, but they are still at their infancy. So my call would be just provide better consumer protection, but it's really hard. It isn't easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: we have a question from uh, the audience. Uh, would you we would like to know your thoughts as a legal person more on the OFAC sanctions on crypto addressing holding NFT like uh, for example the company uh, Chatex which is an exchange and it happened that they used to money launder to proceeds of ransomware attacks can you do you know more about this topic Uh, first let me ask you about this
2: honestly no maybe
0: because I I think I I understand the the question a bit more
2: if you Uh, can elaborate because yeah
0: yeah Uh, Chatex is an exchange of crypto also an nfts they sell nfts okay mm. and somebody I think yeah. bought nfts for them and then they were able to trace the Americans were able to trace using ofac that there was some money laundering and then oh, now yes, the yes, website yes. now the website is totally banned how can you how can someone protect himself from this fraud also you know maybe it's not fraud but maybe they fell victim to yeah. a certain thing maybe there was fraud uh, in the back
2: yeah but I, I specifically I mean matir football Nfts in Pacific in general I don't like to deal with them. Uh, I have my reasons. But regarding ransomware and money laundering, there are numbers that show although Bitcoin in its nature is really bad a method for laundering money. Everyone knows that. She is public and you can easily trace everything. But again, the central exchanges remain the main cash out gatekeepers or cash out services for ransomware or for scams. So if you want to control these or... If you want to trace criminals and prevent them from cashing out their ransomware money or their scamming money, you should control exchanges. But this is again yet challenging. I know you have now decentralized exchanges, and I think they will regulate these. Yeah, uh, is it said than done? Yeah. Yeah. A few months ago, I think they issued an updated guidance. It is obvious that decentralized exchanges as well. But we will see how they will regulate. But again, it seems that they don't really understand the topic, even if they are So they're trying to focus more on centralized exchanges in the meanwhile. Yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, Marilyn now you are in, uh, in, in Britain, if I'm not mistaken, in, in London. Yes, in
2: London. Yeah. So uh, what is
0: your take now? What is the change that you have uh, maybe witnessed? in the regulation space or in the i'm not gonna say legal but at least a regulation space because i think uh, you know london or uh, britain is working in general towards also uh, regulating that space and maybe the cbdc's but they are a little bit uh, far from reaching a, a scenario for for you know to compete with the rest of the world what is your take
2: on that here in the uk feel uh, central bank on a bank of britain of op- or oh, Bank, Bank of England Yeah, Bank of England He's not much of a fan of cryptocurrencies I mean, all of they are scams or you shouldn't, or you shouldn't invest specific regulations do like have but for example the financial Financial contact authority I think it's short for FCA For example, they regulate how to or for example, exchanges can can be licensed and how service providers in general can be licensed or can operate. تشريعيه and regarding money laundering and KYC policies كمان they implement the AMLD5 يعني مثل مثل european countries بس ايه مثل ما قالت كمان من شي جمعتين ثلاثه وكانوا بلشين من اول السنة, they started a fight towards towards, towards advertisements انا مثلا من شي جم, من شي شهر او something بعثت لكم على الجروب على البيتكوين جروب تبع لبنان في بيوت underground هون بحطوا دعايات مثلا for the next dodge or or, uh, or, uh, uh, this is the next bitcoin invest now or you regret regret it later so fight towards these types of advertisements they're nothing major
0: yeah uh, unfortunately I guess uh, but uh, hopefully they will be updated somehow uh, one day Marilyn one last words what can you uh you know maybe two 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 last words advise uh, the people not to fall off in, in, as a victim and fraud and what is your advice for people like you who wants to pursue crypto legalization and crypto you know uh, not just crypto blockchain in general working on the regulation space
2: in the early days i didn't have encouragement honestly and i still remember professors of the katra I to work on bitcoin this is internet magic money focus on something else now it has changed. Yeah, and my PhD is interdisciplinary, and actually it is in the computer science department, not law faculty. <laughs> but it wasn't an easy road, it's really exciting, and it's the future, and we need legal personnel that understand and work in interdisciplinary areas. So, unfortunately, there aren't any majors in Lebanon regarding, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin, in Lebanon. but uh, luckily uh, there are a lot of courses online and you can start by when and it's really easy i i don't think i have anything else to add but it's really interesting area and i'm really happy i know i chose this over boring legal stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you i think you're in, in an interesting space uh, <laughs> that, that's great thank you i want to really thank you for you know uh, for coming here